Just uh, learning that the head of the RCMP, Commissioner Mike Duhem, has announced it's opening an investigation into China's attempts to intimi- uh, target and intimidate Conservative MP Michael Chong, Jenny Kwong, and Aaron O'Toole. And they've also contacted the Commissioner of Canada Elections regarding some other allegations that have bubbled to the surface. They say they only learned about this stuff when, of course, it uh, came out with Mr. Chong. I don't know where they've been, what rock they've been living under. There's been plenty to chew on for a long time. All you had to do was open your eyes and pay attention. But now they are launching this investigation. And a lot of people have said, well, why can't we investigate? And I'm thinking, do we have the kind of force that can do this kind of work? They've already said they don't have the tools to do this kind of work. So what are they going to do? Let me ask someone who would know, Paul Polango, Canadian investigative journalist and author of numerous books on policing, including 22 Murders, which was a book exposing all the failures of the Nova Scotia mass shooting. And he's got another book in the works on that same fallout. And um, he'll probably have a book to write here as well. Good to have you, Paul. Good to be back, Alex. Yeah. Uh, when we heard the news, I thought, oh, God, do we want the RCMP investigating this? I mean, what could go wrong? And um, what could go wrong, Paul? Well, if you look at the history of these things, where the RCMP gets involved in, in high-profile, political, uh, inve- politically connected investigations, right. nothing usually happens. This is like a pattern that's been going on since roughly the early 80s. Uh, there's a big, big fuss made about them coming in to investigate. Uh, they'll spend two or three years investigating, maybe more. And at the end of the well, day... It's been Winnipeg. Really the Winnipeg Lab is four years. So let's just put that out there. It's taken them four years to tell us nothing about the Winnipeg yeah. Lab. Yeah, no, nothing happens because essentially what what the an RCMP investigation, especially in this situation, is, is a shield from w- which the government can hide behind. Now the, now mm-hmm. the government is yep. going to say... Oh, we have, uh, this is the RCMP's investigating and try and make it go away. Like they tried to make it go away with David Johnson. And it just isn't going to happen. Yeah, I suspect whoever, whoever, whoever is leaking this uh, within CSIS is going to continue leaking this, um, you know, because what we are getting, and as you point out, is a lot of really nice words. Sounds great. Uh, what is it actually accomplishing other than uh, favoring the, poli- you know, the politicians who don't really necessarily want, um, you know, transparency uh, shed on this? And, and you know, the fact and, that and it has taken why don't they four, want yeah. transparency, uh, Alex? That's, that's the question. Why don't they want it? Because mm-hmm. there's a business connection between politicians, ex-politicians, and China. You know, I wrote about it in uh, my book in 2008. I spent two chapters talking about the Chinese connection and about how Chrétien's son-in-law was involved in the Three Gorges Dam project there. We've had subsequent sort of cases over the, over the last couple of years. In fact, I had dinner with someone last night who was telling me about uh, Brian Tobin, when he, the former yeah. top liberal, and, and the money he made uh, working with Chinese companies selling resources, buying and selling resources in Canada. There's a financial interest here that is being hidden, and that's the, that's the root of all of this. I mean, Michael, as you know, Katsaya, Katsaya the former CSIS guy who raised this issue now, raised it with me back in 2008, sure. and no one was paying attention. It's the very same set of facts. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason Mr. Johnston was brought in. Um, he did a fabulous job with the Airbus scandal. He kind of just 
nothing to see here, don't need to look further. I mean, that's why he was essentially brought in. And then he went on to become governor general. He was very popular, but he has done this kind of stuff before. Look, I don't look at this as partisan, Paul, because I know on the left and the right, whether or not, you know, at every level of government, this has been allowed to spread like cancer. And we have had a lot of politicians they're now in the in the past, but they've made a whole lot of money off of this stuff, turning a blind eye to things that they should have and ought to have known would cause this country serious and grievous, um, you know, uh, problems. And so do you expect that we will get anything about this unless, you know, people like you aren't on it? No, I don't think you're going to get very much because the RCMP is singularly unqualified to do these kinds of investigations. It's just drained. It's drained of personnel. It's federal resources, and federal resources would be doing this, are virtually absent across the country. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. They don't do it. And, and the other thing is, you can't, you can't, and you can't understate this. Yeah. The commissioner of the RCMP serves at the pleasure of the prime minister, <laughs> you know, like uh, uh-huh. some of the better banana republics. So what yeah, are the odds the RCMP commissioner is going to authorize an investigation which is going to uh, throw a bomb into the uh, the PMO? Uh, ain't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, Brenda Lucky's managed to somehow disappear off into a retirement. No questions asked. You know, Jody Thomas, uh, you know, his uh, right-hand national security advisor, you know, forgets a memo or doesn't see it because uh, she's on vacation. Yet now she's uh, going to go off into retirement. They all go off into retirement, Paul, and uh, no one's held accountable. And that is that is the alarming thing is that no one's being held accountable. And CSIS has already gone on record, you know, to your point on the RCMP not having what it takes to do this. CSIS is on record from, you know, two years ago saying we, we don't have the tools. We don't have the sophistication. We don't have the intelligence. We don't have any of the stuff you need to properly do this because our stuff is so outdated. So we're not even serious about it. I mean, we have to rely essentially on the FBI, I guess, to get stuff done. But I think we're actually pretty lucky. It's not worse. Well, we don't know how bad it is, but there is sort of a a Machiavellian design to, to the way the RCMP and policing is constructed in this country and the way counterintelligence agencies are constructed. They're meant, they're designed not to find yeah. anything. You know, yeah. that's well, the way it works. And if you look back, the proof of that is, look, compare what has happened in the United States in the last 40, 50 years to high rank, you know, businessmen, politicians, uh, Donald Trump lately, mm-hmm. uh, governors, whatever. Charged, convicted, put in jail. What has happened in Canada in the last 40 or 50 years? Never, ever gets carried out. Never happens. And why doesn't that happen? Uh, could we say Canada is a better place? No crime happens here? No, it's not. We're the same as the United States in so many ways. But the difference is that the, the politically connected business and politicians uh, operate with impunity because there, there's, there is no accountability. Right. And maybe it would be better if maybe the journalists stopped watching and covering all the Trump stuff and let the American networks do it and start focusing on the open and blatant corruption in this country that does go on and isn't held to account because, you know, no one's watching. Uh, You know, we have been told these police stations are gone. I don't buy that for a second, Paul, that these, you know, police stations, you know, we're told they're gone. I don't buy it. No, I don't either. And, And one more point going back to David Johnson. You said, oh, he did this, he, he did the Airbus thing. Well, you know, there's a good article, I think, in the Globe and Mail the other day, uh, mm-hmm. pointing out his connections to China. And his big-time business connections to China. And in the Airbus investigation, 
he exempted uh, investigating any payments from Carl Heinz Schreiber to Mulroney, saying that that was not an issue, that didn't happen. And then after his report came out, lo and behold, we find out Carl <laughs> Heinz Schreiber paid Mulroney $300,000 that Johnson failed to find. Well, those envelopes are normal, Paul, don't you know? Stuffed with money, it's, he didn't see it. Just like he, you know, he's cleared this Liberal MP, Handong, who just happens to use Navigator, the same communications company. You wonder why people are so cynical about politics today? Well, absolutely. And, you know, but people have to pay attention and, and sort of take their blinders off and understand that there are serious structural problems here, especially in policing and security. That there's and there's no impetus on the part of government to improve that because they're they and their friends are benefiting from it. having weak policing, weak security, etc. Yeah. They, they're exploiting it, and it's and and we the Canadians are paying for it. I mean, it's quite hundred percent. Yeah, organized crime's out of control. All sorts of problems. But uh, and I don't say this to besmirch the front lines. It's it's the leadership positions. Yeah. Well, Paul, I appreciate you jumping on on short notice. We will talk again, and uh, so glad that you have all the knowledge on this. Cheers. Thank you. And I'm just, as I said, I, I've been. Yeah. It came up at dinner last night, so I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the drip drip drip. It'll come every day. Yeah. Paul Palango is uh, author, and uh, his latest is Twenty Two Murders. He's got another book coming out on the Nova Scotia um, uh, murders, and certainly, uh, I'm sure he'll. I hope he digs into this. He is the one guy that uh, you know, outside of maybe Christy Blatch for the late great Christy Blatcher, who probably could write the book that's needed on this. He, Terry Glavin, there's just so few of them left to really, truly um, try to find accountability at some point.